Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Logar the Barbarian, and I'm joined today by returning guest Todd of Third Kingdom Games. Welcome. Hey, thanks for having me on. No doubt, no doubt. Now, you've got something new going on, and as we speak, it should be live on Kickstarter. Is that correct? Yeah, it's the a new project of mine. Uh, it's called the BX Advanced Bestiary, and I am crowdfunding primarily for illustrations, you know, to, to be able to afford uh, commissioned illustrations. Can you already have artists picked out that you're wanting to have spoken to? Or are you looking still needing to reach out or how's that working? <laughs> um, I've already, so for previous projects, I've sort of gathered a, a stable of architect or uh, artists that I've used. Um, and I've already reached out to everybody and just let them know this project is upcoming. I try and do that a couple months in advance just to make sure that I'm on everybody's schedule, especially yeah. for a project like this, because I'm I'm looking on, depending on the stretch goals that are met, we can have up to a, about 150 different illustrations. So I want to make sure that people, you know, that the artists have the time to fit me into their schedule. Excellent. You know, I'm, tr I'm, tr <laughs> I'm trying for a quick, pretty quick turnaround from when we from when we fund to when i can uh you know get the get everything done so be doing that coordination in advance helps me make sure that you know everyone's ready i'm a big fan of bestiaries monster books things like that bestiaries however it's pronounced <laughs> i'm curious to know what tell me what's different about this bestiary that we're looking at uh, like compared to the OSE like group of monsters that we have in there, what can we expect to see in this? This is going to be a project that's projected at being three, potentially four volumes. So I'm taking the monsters from the standard, the OSE core book and adding some variants to those as well as some random uh, abilities that you could add to sort of the basic monsters so for instance uh with bats you know there there's a couple of different kinds of bats in the ose book there's the you know normal bat giant bat and then vampire bat so i do a little write-up on those with some options and then i provide three or four variant bat monsters you know some of them are drawn from other sources like the uh ad and d you know like the feed folio monsters oh yeah some of them are some, you know, like there's a bunch of stuff, like with the Chimera, for instance, there's uh, in, in AD&D, there's a Gorgamera, you know, which is the Chimera with a Gorgon instead of a dragon. Mm -hmm. You know, so I've, I've, I've taken some of these AD&D monsters that aren't in BX and converted them over to sort of OSE stats. Nice. But they're also going to be, they're also going to be a fair number of unique monsters as well. So the goal is that I'm going to be, depending on how many illustrations there be we'll probably do a through d in this book mm -hmm. so that'll take us from a you know ape all the way to uh d so dryad i guess would be the last one ose has divided their monsters up by like type and you sounds like you're doing with an alphabetical approach is that correct per book so it'll be like all these volumes will make a through z eventually as opposed to categorizing it by type that's correct I, I, that's correct my, my goal for each book is to have a page count of a between 
I'm aiming for a page count between 140 and 150 pages. Okay. Um, and that's going to work. That's going to work out roughly to 120 ish monsters. The script, the stretch goals that I've got are basically for more illustrations, you know, and my ultimate goal is to have a, a unique illustration for each monster type yeah. or, or each monster. Okay, the stretch goals are going to drive the, but also the, um, the number of monsters that I can cover. Okay. Yeah. Th- this is sort of the first, the first book that I've written where I've got a defined hate or a desired page length mm-hmm. in mind. I think, I think the 140 to 150 page range is a nice book size for a bestiary. Yeah. I've got some longer bestiaries like the uh, frog God games, tome of horrors compiled. Yeah. There's like six more as at least 600 pages, I believe, isn't it? Yeah. And it's, it's, it's unwieldy. It's, it's difficult to ship, um, mm-hmm. especially if I'm going to do overseas shipping and it's, it's a little overwhelming, especially sort of with how it's organized. Mm-hmm. So my goal is to sort of have something that is a smaller book that is pretty dense with content, but it's, you know, with, within each category, there's going to be three or four variant types. Okay. So I'm curious, like the stat blocks for BX and stuff like that tend to be smaller than like for something like Pathfinder or fifth edition. So those monster mm-hmm. manuals, you tend to have a lot less in there with them. I know that like we mentioned the Tome of Horrors and they put out a Pathfinder edition of that, which is full page because the stat blocks were so yeah. massive. And then they put out a Swords and Wizardry, which was like, oh, there's a little tiny line at the top. And then they added in like adventure hooks and stuff in that edition. So it's got a little more than the monster stats. What you're, I think that perhaps OSE is a little more dense stat wise than Swords and Wizardry, but not by much. I'm assuming you're saying there's yeah. a lot of options. So I'm assuming that a lot of the options are going to fill in some of the book there. Could you maybe speak to some of that and maybe what those options are we're getting. I've I've got a sample layout on the Kickstarter page so you can kind of see how it's going to look. I've already commissioned one piece of art just so I can, I can put everything in and it looks like each monster is going to be about a third to half a page, you know, with, with an illustration. Okay. So again, the the number of, the number of stretch goals is going to drive the, the length and the number of monsters that are included. Excellent. Excellent. So in, in addition to sort of options, like there also I include things like uh, potential uses of monster parts for magic items. Oh, you know, there's some spots where, you know, I, I think the OSE stat blocks could be a little more explicit in terms of how the monsters are run. Yeah. Um, so, so there's some areas where I try and and, op- and offer some clarification options, like for the like basilisks. I prevent I present three or four options for their petrification ability. That the simple one is that you know anything a basilisk touches turns to stone. So another option I've got is um, you know that basilisks the petrification doesn't actually turn people to stone, but it instead paralyzes them just to provide an option for customizing monsters that you encounter, you know, so it's not, it's not just going to be another ho-hum, you know, it's a basilisk. It's going to turn you to stone. (laughs) I I've got quite a few 
monster books or monster manuals over the years. I've been playing this game for a while. So I, I've definitely had a few in my collection. I am always a big eager to pick one up. I'm curious, do you have any monster manuals of the past that are that hit your sweet spot that you're especially big fan of? Or maybe any that may have influenced this one more than others? <laughs> I, I do, in fact. One of my favorite monster manuals is actually available for free online um, by someone named Tychera. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called it's called a hamsterish, a hamsterish horde of monsters. You can just Google that and it'll take you to the free download page. You said hamster? Uh, it's written hamsterish. Yes, hamster, as in the... Uh, the small little furry rodent, but it's it's written for BX, and there are some tongue-in-cheek monsters in there. But it's it's a fantastic resource. The Fiend Folio had some tongue-in-cheek stuff going on, at least some quirky things going on in there. That that <laughs> oh, definitely was uh yeah, that was silly. There was some silly stuff in there. Yeah, um, but for whatever reason, just the hamsterish horde just hits like. It, it just hits that sweet spot. Like there, there are a lot of uh, monster books that I've got where I just don't feel like a lot of the creatures are that usable in play. Yeah. For what, for whatever reason, like mm-hmm. they're, they, they just don't, uh, they don't just don't do it for me, but this book, it's definitely, it's, it's been influential in kind of the stuff that I do. And I think it's a really great resource to have. Well, this is the first I'm learning about this one. I, I've what is the what is unique about that? I'm curious what what like it, it's just free online. You can just go download the PDF. There isn't a physical book, right? No, it's it's free online. It's a PDF. Um, I don't think they've got it as a physical book. I know they're pretty active on itch. Mm-hmm. In terms of stuff that they've been doing, they've got a book of a grimoire of uh, spells that's really good. Oh, you can find them on. I think it's under Tychara. T A I C H A R A. And but it, all the monsters are very usable. They're very well thought out, and the the presentation is just excellent, especially for a free product. Yeah, I, I, I much prefer using this bestiary opposed, as opposed to like the. Um, the Tome of Horrors complete, for instance. Yeah. That they did the wandering uh jewel moons, which we covered on here as well. So I Correct. think they do some yep. pretty pretty decent stuff there. I are there any I'd like to talk about the monsters in your book itself. Is there anything that you're especially excited about monster-wise that you think are, are some good ones that people could or could really benefit from at their table or I think one of the one of my favorites is one of the monsters that I was kind of struggling with expanding is the cave locust. The cave you know, locust. <laughs> well, it's from the it's it's from the it's a it's a uh, an old monster from the BX books. Mm-hmm. It's the you know, it's basically a big sort of cricket. And I was struggling to come up with alternates for cave locusts. Like how do you how do you make variant cave locusts? Uh, and I, one of the one of the monsters I ended up coming up with was an awakened cave locust, um, which is basically Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> so it talks. Yeah, it talks. It wears, you know, it dresses in like a waistcoat oh, nice. and spats and a top hat. <laughs> and I actually like I actually like it enough that I wrote I wrote up uh, in the appendix of the book. There's the awakened cave locust class. Mm-hmm. which which allows you to play as, a, as an awakened cave locust <laughs> i really like that 
there's some other op there's some other classes or other monsters that are sort of setting specific to um, the zine series that I'm writing, but I provide options for adapting them to more standard settings. There's a couple that are found in the dreamlands of my setting. Mm-hmm. And those, you know, those I note that you can just substitute the ethereal plane for the dreamlands. Yeah. So I try, try, tried to make it in some way setting agnostic or easily adaptable. We got a little bit more time here. You, uh, we haven't talked about your setting. I think we should we probably take a few minutes to talk about that. That's what you've been. That's what you put out. You do. Let's talk about populated hexes monthly and all that you've been doing. So that listeners who may not have heard you previously on here or may not be aware, could you tell them a bit about some of the other stuff you've been doing? Uh, sure. I mean, populated hexes monthly is sort of what I'm focusing on right now. It's a, a an issue a month. It's about 10, 10 new pages of content per issue. Um, and it basically examines sort of at the setting of Absalom each each issue looks at a different region and it provides a small dungeon, a lair, a, a hook of some kind. Um, and there's usually some supplemental stuff in terms of new classes, new spells, um, some options. Uh, and it's uh, the main conceit of the setting that I'm working on. History is driven by these cycles of uh, between law and chaos where it's, you know, both law and chaos are very much sort of more corky, more cocky and primal forces. And uh, what that conceit allows me to do is sort of basically after each cycle of chaos. So basically after, after a cycle of chaos and sort of the civilization emerges from where they have withdrawn, the, the wilderness becomes a, a blank tableau that can be explored. Because of chaos, you know, it uh, the landscape itself can be transformed. You know, so basically, each new cycle is a um, a fresh start. You know, and that's that's just sort of a way to drive exploration mm-hmm. to sort of rediscover what was lost. Nice, nice. Now you can pick those all up. Well, most of those, I'm assuming, and your other books as well on the Third Kingdom Games website. Could you tell them about that and what they can expect to find there? Sure. Uh, so on my website, I've got uh, my games. I've got some other new games, a uh, bunch of zines, some used games. Um, the Populated Hexes Monthly is available as a subscription now. So I'll mail it. You know, you get 12 issues mailed to your house a year in the U.S., um, I'm also selling on Drive-Through RPG, so you can find those. Um, mm-hmm. They're also available as print-on-demand, which some people prefer, especially for people overseas where you know the shipping costs are so prohibitive. Uh, where can people find you online so they can check it all out? Besides your, well, there's your website, thirdkingdomgames.com, correct? Yeah, so the website is thirdkingdomgames.com. Uh, I'm also on Twitter as thirdkingdom One. And on a variety of different gaming websites, you can find me on NWorld, uh, RPG Net. Um, I post on a different different other websites as well. Excellent. That's about all we got time for today. If you've enjoyed what you've heard here today, please give us a positive review wherever you're listening. You can find us on Facebook. Just search Wobblies and Wizards. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter at LogarHailTrom. We're on Patreon. We could really use support. Patreon.com backslash Wobblies and Wizards. And as always, keep those dice rolling.